Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Does screaming in a pillow or hiding in my car after everyone gets out count? (laughs) And I was like, yes, yes, it does count. count. It's also like a coping mechanism. (laughs) This totally counts. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hello, Alyssa. Hi, Katie. (laughs) How are you today? Um, If you're watching on YouTube, I'm sitting in the dark. She's, she's... (laughs) We're on Zoom again today. And My laptop charger died. A mm-hmm. new one comes tomorrow. I have a light set up, but it just, uh, maybe since I painted my office black, <laughs> that's yeah. not why. I also, think I just have not good light bulbs in here, I guess. My office is always dark. You, I'm only lit up because of the window. It yeah. feels bright in here, but the window is behind me, so... Yeah. It's a problem because you're on the desktop. So friends on Zoom, sorry that, I mean, on YouTube, sorry that our Zoom is dark on Alyssa's end. And friends on the podcast listening, sorry if the sound isn't great, but we're on Zoom. So it's Zoom and it's YouTube and we're on it. I did what it is. Today's episode is number 83 and I don't have a name, but it is all about self-care. It's been a long time since we touched on this topic really long time. I feel like this was like episode six the first time around. Yeah, we covered it in the beginning. Very early on because it was a request to you in your life very early on. And so we did. I'm going to go back and find it. But because it's the self-care episode, I brought myself a glass of hot tea because that's what I like. And I'm going to try and tilt it for YouTube. I don't know if they can (laughs) see. Can you read that or is it backwards? Away from my desk. Yeah, that's what the inside of the coffee mug says. Away that's from cute. my desk. Is that and it's just fun. Look how pretty it is. It is pretty. So pretty. You know, good old Target. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I I drink this mug at my desk all the time, but I like that it says away from my desk. Yeah. All right. I want to tell you, I found this amazing post to start us off. Okay. And it talks about self-care. And before, I'm trying to figure out which episode that was before I tell you. Um, Our previous self-care episode was five, number five. Okay. Okay. Um, So if you want to go back and listen to that again, go for it. But I found this amazing post from um, Dr. Tara Swart, who I actually heard on the Gold Digger podcast recently talking about, um, she works in neuroscience. She's a doctor. Um, about manifestation and how that affects your brain. But she had a post that's about the self-care areas. So she broke self-care down into three things. Okay. Mind, body, and heart. And I'm going to tell you under mind, it would be 
laugh, meditate, or pray, get creative. Under body, it would be rest, breathing exercise, stretch. Under heart, it was talk to a loved one, do an activity you love, cuddle a human or a furry person, a furry loved one, you know, a a fur creature. But I was like, oh, that's really a good way to think about it because we were talking about all these different ways or we're going to talk about all these ways you can do self-care, but yeah, you need to do it for all parts of you, the mind, the body, and the heart. Well, we were talking before about how we feel like we are actually pretty good at self-care. I know. <laughs> I'm a selfish person. I like I self-care. You described it that way. You're like, I'm very selfish. I feel like I'm doing all right. I agree. I hate that we would use the term selfish because self-care is sort of like, you know, putting on when you're, they tell you on the airplane, you know, you put on your mask first and then you help the other people. Like if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be helping anybody else because you're going to be a disaster. Right. And I do believe that. I feel like if you do not have it together and you are not in a good headspace, how can you even help other people? Yeah. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. So first of all, I think we need to overcome our fear or our mental blocks against self-care and that we have to always be on, that we have to always be working, that we have to always be momming or whatever those things are Mm -hmm. and be aware that you have to like take care of yourself. Yes. Okay. Why do you think realtors struggle with this or maybe just entrepreneurs in general? I think it's just our business hours. You know, you can work as much as you want. There's no boss telling you, okay, guys, it's time to go home and clock out and stop working overtime. And right. um, so it's up to us to do it. And yeah, that's it's really hard yourself. to do. Yeah, you got to police yourself and hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Okay. And because your schedule isn't set, it's not like, I know every day at 6 p.m. I can go to the same exercise class or go, you know, do whatever it is that I want my self-care to be. So it's hard. You have to make sure you fit it in, but you have to remember to fit it in. That's the problem. Right. Okay. Um, I also thought that one of the important things about self-care is actually learning what works for you. We have a whole lovely list that people shared with us of things they do for self-care. So we'll give you lots of ideas. But if you don't know, like if you're an introvert, going to hang out with a bunch of people is not going to be self-care for you. That might stress you out. Like if you are a homebody and that's what you want to do, then that should be your self-care. I think that um, the Enneagram is really nice for this because I feel like when I read my, after taking the test and knowing what I am, and being like, yeah, that's right. Then when I read the posts or the articles that are like, this is how you take care of yourself as a two, I'm like, yes, that's true. So I think step one of self-care is to understand yourself and like really do some introspection about when am I happy? What makes me feel relaxed? Like what makes me feel recharged? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I, well, it's funny because I was, I also did some research into areas of self-care And as much as I thought, oh, I'm I'm good at self-care, there were areas listed that I was like, I really don't do that enough, you know? And um, I feel like physically, as far as, you know, exercising and going for walks and, you know, getting a massage, I get massages, um, I do my nails. um, I feel like 
physically self-care is easy, maybe because it's more tangible, but even the part where you said like about the mind, like the, the mind isn't always like binge watching Netflix. Not that that's a bad thing. And I do think it's a form of self-care and letting yourself just unplug and disconnect. But as far as, you know, mind development and, um, Oh, you're taking this as such an achiever route. You're like, so to self-care, I'm going to, you know, make myself better. And my, yes. I, while I'm over here thinking, yes, binge watch Netflix, that is self-care. Like turning your mind completely off to me. Yeah. Appropriate self-care. But I feel like I'm doing a lot of thinking in my regular life. So that's, I need to like shut off. But I, but you're right. Like honing in on those skills to develop your mind would probably be considered like continuing education (laughs) right that's not self-care sis like okay that's that's learning for the sake of your job or your career yeah or or betterment okay that's a great distinction self-care is not the same thing as self-improvement or self-betterment okay self-care is what do you have to do that makes you feel comforted, recharged, better, like love, like what makes you- And that is not continuing education. (laughs) Not not any of the ones I've been to. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess that is my Enneagram three coming out being like, you're not good at the mind self-care. No, because it maybe it just is like, you know, not doing anything, watching The Bachelor. Like mine- I would say my book club too. Like once a month we do an audio book. And, um, it literally makes, takes me out of work and out of family and I get so into this story that we're reading and I want to know what happens next. So it definitely helps me just take a step back from the chaos. Yes, I think that would be considered excellent self-care for your mind. Like where can you get to a creative space or where can you shut off your normal thinking? That's, there were a lot of people that said reading. Yeah, it it definitely works for me. I guess too, because reading really self-care to me is anything that's a luxury. It's not a necessity. So although I believe self-care as a whole to be a necessity, Mm -hmm. the items that you choose to do within self-care are typically luxuries, like going on a, you know, leisurely walk or going to have coffee at your favorite coffee shop outside and just kind of like taking a long hour or two hours that you're not working or like these things are not required to be alive, but they are good self-care options. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I also, okay. So I said we should certainly learn about ourselves and what makes us, you know, good self-care for us. Um, I also think that this would be a good time to maybe re-listen to preparing for busy because Mm -hmm. this episode that we're talking about right now is in March. And so we're getting in that. I know a lot of people have stayed busy for a long time, Uh, but if you were normal and then it's ramping up, it's a good time to go prepare for busy and do some self-care on the front end because a lot of that episode is about getting your hair done and getting your nails did and like, you know, preparing your home or getting some projects taken care of. It's definitely hard in our business when things slow down. Our instinct is to say that we need to hustle harder. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also our opportunity to do things that we don't normally have time for, like going for a walk or lunch or coffee with someone you haven't seen in a while. Um, 
so you do kind of have to fight that urge to just jump into work, work, work whenever you have that breather of, yeah. because it, it always comes back. It always comes back. I think you have to more look at it with some gratitude, like, great, it's a slow time. So mm-hmm. if you've been in the business long enough to know that it's going to get busy again, then take the slow time and be like, well, it's a perfect time to take a family vacation, or it's a perfect time to do a project at home or do some sort of, you know, self-care that you wouldn't normally do. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you like to do for self-care? What are your go-tos besides your name? I enjoy um, working out. I've gone to a boot camp for about, gosh, it might be like seven years now. Um, it's 45 minutes. I go in the morning, every morning, I'm mean, not every morning, like three or four days a week, but always usually in the morning. I don't go like, I, I know that I'm never going to have an appointment at 6am. Right. So when I miss that, I feel it. I just feel like sluggish or my energy is low. And so I enjoy going to that. I enjoy the people there. It's like a social thing too. Um, just like my trainers. And then I do love a massage. Um, I probably get maybe one a month, um, pretty consistently. Um, those are like my top two. And then, you know, TV shows. Yeah. That would be my top three. Okay. I like it. What about you? Um, I, I love a dog walk. Take the, this dog is not quite on it yet. We're, we're going to get there, but I love a walk outside. I love like some junk TV. I like a bachelor. I like watching a nice romantic comedy. I mean, I like, um, I feel like, you know, like a lunch with a friend or yeah, I love going to restaurants. Yeah, for sure. It's just, I've been missing. Yeah. This year's weird, but I mean, those are good. Like, yeah, eating, watching TV, (laughs) being outside in some capacity. I love taking a bike ride. I'm a big fan of like a leisurely bike ride. I do take a bubble bath every single night. That's a good one. That's a date. Just, yeah. And that's my time too, where I like clean out my photos and my phone. I go through just all my pictures that I took that day and see what I can delete and look at them and maybe post them. Like I just enjoy the right leisurely scrolling while I sit in the bathtub and that's nice. Yeah. Someone else said that in our, in our survey of what people were doing for self care. Oh yeah. Should we talk about some answers? Yeah. So I got one like that. I'm going to tell you it was, um, okay. Lock the doors and take a bath where they had space to clear their mind and then dream. So like, you know, give yourself some space to think. I do feel like I take a nice long shower. That's great self-care. I get all my good thinking done. Uh, So baths are popular. That was a good one. Um, Lots of massages, lots of people getting pedicures. Um, There was a lot of people reading. Mm Mm-hmm. Reading to me is not where I'm going to default to for self-care. I feel like you would be a reader because of your English background. Yeah, that would make sense. But I'll tell you what I like, a magazine. Maybe it's because I'm so visual. Uh, yeah. I'm really doing self-care. I'm like out in the hammock with the magazine and maybe like a nice beer. I'm like, you know, 
magazine. Uh-huh. That's where it's at. You're like Gaston. He's like, how do you read this? There's no pictures. There's no pictures. There's no pictures. Yeah. So there was a lot of people reading, reading a lot of books. Um, oh, also quite a few um, waking up early was their self-care because they woke up early and one was before the baby, but I think I can appreciate this waking up early before. So you're, it's aloneness, right? You're away you're alone um, and doing gratitudes, affirmations, having coffee, um, time to read work, et cetera. So just like being alone in that early time of the day was good self-care for quite a few. I agree with that. It's just so hard. It is hard. We are already getting up early enough for the kids. I'm like, I, I need the sleep. So that is one of the things on the self-care list though. Sleep. I love a nap. Yeah. Big fan of a nap. I haven't had a nap in a while, actually. Mm-hmm. I, need to, I need to get on that. But so sleep is a really nice, like sleep. In, I do sleep in on the weekends now, which is a new thing for the last year. And it's quite lovely. And I think that's really good self-care. And I'm not in a hurry to like get up and do things because once I get up, I'm like, what can I clean? What can I put away? Like, what am I going to do? Right. So I just have to like stay tethered to my bed for a little while. (laughs) Yeah. I'm curious, like when this airs, I'll have the baby. Yeah. I wonder if my self-care how it will evolve. Like just getting evolved. Yeah. Just getting a quiet shower. (laughs) Yeah. Like the things I'll appreciate all of a sudden. Yeah. When you're a new mom, just being clean is literally self-care. Yes. Like clean hair, clean body. If you had your nails done, wow, that'd be real next level. like that's total survival mode right um okay I had a lot of going outside taking a walk I Mm -hmm. think that's good walk I had some people that wanted to run that's fine if you want to ramp it up from your walk and take a run um because some people exercise like that is their happy place like they want yeah if someone told me I I had to run and they said it was self-care I would laugh in their face (laughs) I would take a walk, but I'm not about to go for a run for fun. One person said long walks in the park. And I said, it sounds like we're writing our personal ad, right? Yes. I like long walks in the park. I like pina coladas. Like what? I mean, a nice adult beverage is always good self-care. Sure. Good glass of wine. I think that's good. Um, There were other oh facials. Do you ever get a facial? I never have because they're so expensive. And then I feel like my face looks the same. I haven't had one either. (laughs) You know, I just, I feel like I would rather spend the money on a massage. Now, maybe like a head massage. Oh. I feel like I would love a head massage. Probably could just go get like your hair blowed out like a shampoo. And when I was struggling with my TMJ real bad, Mm -hmm. I would, when I would go for my monthly massage, there were times where I was like, just do my face and my head and she would just like get in my jaw and behind my ears oh wow yeah okay I like it so facial face massage all the I like at home facials though sometimes I do them in the bathtub yes somebody said they like to do their um Sunday night face mask Hmm. that was their self-care I liked that one yeah I think any kind of you know extra grooming type stuff yeah we'd like to groom yeah, that's nice. Um, okay, I had 
Some people liked to pray. I think meditation probably also is a good self-care option for your mind. See, those are things for your mind. Yeah, that's a good one. Not continuing education. (laughs) No. (laughs) Maybe meditation or a little prayer. Right. Um, Okay. Exercise, sleep. We've gotten all of these. Hello, friends. We are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes. Listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge, and template form. So far, I've used a handful and received positive feedback like, this is so professional, or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, your clients are actually going to say that. Yes. All right, here's another one. Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. (laughs) I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're here for. I know. Just look, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just use these. Yeah, nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash course slash course and check it out that's right and you're going to enjoy them you're going to love them you're gonna it's going to change your life literally fire <laughs> my assistant they are the best okay, enjoy bye, the template yes enjoy oh here's a great one so our friend chelsea in wisconsin uh she said that she likes to get in her car and drive to a starbucks 30 minutes away from her house. So normally goes to like her, she can walk to her local coffee shop and she almost always has her coffee there, but she gets in her car. She drives 30 minutes away so that she can listen to a podcast, clear her head, like have some space, but that is actually a self care activity. And I could totally appreciate that. I think going for a drive is a great self care. Kind of like my over the bridge driving. I was wondering if we could cover something about driving. It's like you're physically removing yourself from chaos. You know, you're just getting away. You could go anywhere you wanted, um, Mm -hmm. even though you don't. But if you wanted to, but you could, it just lets your brain know it's okay. You're okay. You're okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. How about, I liked this person had broken it down into big things and little things. So the big thing was the massage and the facial and the little things were eat healthy, um, tech-free dinner with hubs and social media break. Let's talk about that. Man. That's a great one. Yeah. That would be hard. It would, well, it would, yes, but I think it would. (laughs) It's not that I think I would even miss it that much. I think that I am in that funk. And I do think probably a lot more people are right now with as much time as you're spending at home. But where you're, you can't, it's it's a habit we have to break where you pick up your phone and click on it, even though that's not even what you were wanting to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I would probably, I wouldn't mind doing a little fast. I'd have to delete it off my phone though. Yeah, I I think for a weekend. Well, yeah, you could do it for a weekend, but I think a lot of times, and sometimes when I'm busy on the weekend doing like family stuff or whatever, I don't look at it until maybe the end of the day or, you know, I'm not like every day I have to be on it all day, but also you can take, I think that's again, a perfectionist issue. Well, I'll take the whole weekend off or I'll take, Mm -hmm. I'll delete it from my phone and I'll like go on a hiatus. 
You can also take a break for half a day, or if you're clicking on it once an hour, maybe you take four hours off, or maybe mm-hmm. you like, it doesn't have to be so big. So I think self-care, like when I go to lunch, if I go to lunch with a friend or another agent or whoever, my husband, I don't look at my phone at all. Mm-hmm. Like for the whole time I'm there. Yeah. It's like, I, but I think that that's self-care and that's enough typically of a break for like you to be like, I'm not tethered to it, but you can do it for longer for sure. So my friend Kimberly is an agent in um, Lafayette. Okay. And she, a while ago, implemented no phone in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So she charges it in her kitchen at night and had to go buy like a real alarm clock. Like an old alarm clock. she doesn't have her phone. Yeah. And she swears by it. And just saying how like you don't roll over, turn off your alarm, see text messages, see your email. Right. You know, she can just get her baby ready, get the baby to school. And then when she's ready. Yeah. Open it. You know, I, I think that's really important. I stopped, um, I stopped reading email in bed. Yeah. I got a notebook and I have it next to my nights on my nightstand. And in the morning when my alarm goes off, the first thing I do is write all of my goals and affirmations. So I don't, I don't look at anything because I was checking my email first thing. Yeah. It has worked. So I've been doing it for a whole year and I don't, sometimes I don't check. So then I typically don't check my email until then the kids have eaten, they've gone to school, I've done my exercise, and then I get to my desk, and then I'm checking my email. The thing I tell myself is I can't do anything about it. So whatever is in there, until Haven is at school and I'm at a place where I can make a phone call or deal with the situation, I can't do anything about it right now. So why even open it? No. During quarantine, I moved my... um, mailbox icon to the very last page so now to check my email I have to scroll to Uh go to the icon which also allows me not to see the red number on it yeah um but it has been super helpful and it kind of makes me think how I survived so long with checking email before Haven even woke up because I can think of a handful of mornings where I was like driving her to school stressed out yeah, because I needed to get her out of the car so I could handle all this stuff when that stuff was going to be there after I dropped her off. Right. There's nothing, there's no point in, you know, stressing yourself out. So I think really asking yourself before you dive into checking emails and things like that, am I at a place where I can deal with this? Can I handle it right now? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I, I have one that's, I think, good for me and for anyone else who might be a two, mm-hmm. um, asking for help. So a lot of times we just want to do it and help others and self-care would actually be me saying, hey, can you help me with this? Or, hey, can someone watch my children while I do this? Like some people, it's very unnatural to try and like do self-care. And I think that also most moms relate to that. So like, well, I could, I need to be doing like somebody needs me, right? Somebody always needs me. But if you ask someone to help you, then the things they need are still getting taken care of and you can take Mm -hmm. care of yourself. With Haven, um, we had a twin bed in the guest room. So I slept in there and Tanner stayed in our room 
And I just was like in a funk. Like when he would go to bed at night, I was just like, bye. I was so sad because I knew I was about to be like up all night, not in my bed, not in my room. Um, and I was like nursing and stuff. So there's nothing he could have done to help anyway. Like I didn't want him to be with me, but it was just like, but I was thinking about with this baby, we don't have a guest room because Haven is now in that bed that I slept in and I'm not going to go buy a bed to put, you know, somewhere. But, um, I told Tanner yesterday, I said, look, I have come to a decision and it's going to make you a little sad, but you're, you're just, you can decide how you want to handle it. I said, I think it's best for me that I stay in our bed with the bassinet, like by the bed. And if it wakes you up and it disturbs you, you're welcome to go sleep in the upstairs bedroom. I am not going to go sleep in the upstairs bedroom with the baby. I'm not going up and down the stairs. I'm not going to be doing all this, but there's a bedroom up there and you can go up there if you want, or you can stay in bed with us, but I'm staying in my own bed this time. And it was really hard. Like you would not believe I thought about it for like a week before I told him. Before you told him? Not because I was, well, whoever has to go sleep somewhere else, I know it's not fun. Right. But, and normally I would be the one to be like, I'll just do it, you know, so you, so you don't have to. So it was hard for me to like put that on, on him, but he was totally fine with it and ordered um, blackout shades because we don't have anything on the windows upstairs. <laughs> so within, within 30 minutes, he was like making plans to sleep up there for the first like six weeks, you know? That's so funny. Do you want to hear something crazy? I mean, like whenever I had Ainsley's, so my first, Jay, I nursed. Jay got up with every single feeding and he would get the baby and he would change the diaper and he would hand her to me. <laughs> her and then he would take her away and he would put her back to bed and honestly she started sleeping through the night at five weeks so yeah it's really not that long and he's not it feels like forever in the moment in the moment it's a long time but it was really like important I think that we were all participating in the misery like everyone's Mm going to be miserable because this is what we signed up for and then when the misery's over <laughs> all like all fine. no one's resentful of anybody. We're all we're all good. Now he also is not working in a job where he needs to be like like yeah. He could, and he just is better at being sleep deprived. I mean, he was in the army. He's just really good at being sleep deprived. It's like he's fine. He's fine. Uh, but it was good for me because I'm not good at being sleep deprived. So I really no. did like some help and mm-hmm. uh, and the but we were in a really small house and the baby's room was not far away. So like she didn't have to sleep in our room. Now, second kid. No, that child slept in our room because we were trying not to wake up the other kid. Mm-hmm. And he was just miserable and cried a lot and was not a very happy like infant. And it was, I don't remember. I didn't nurse as long because it was so tough. And like how long till he started sleeping? probably five or six months. Like he was not, I don't know. Like he wasn't, it was, they were different. They were very very different. All babies are different, but they were very different. And, um, it just like, you figure it out. But then when you look back at it, you're like, okay, well six months, even that is not like 
Yeah. When it's over and you look back, it seems like that was okay. But But man, when you have little people like that, really the asking for help comes in because you could get off the self-care rails (laughs) real fast. And it's funny because it's like, once I finally asked for one thing, I was like, and bath time's getting really hard for me to do right now. Yeah, and getting her dressed in the morning is also really hard because I can't bend over and put her shoes on. So now it's like it took me forever to like break it, and now I have like I also have this list of like five other things that I could use help with right now. Guess what? Pandora's box is open. Good for you. I mean, like it's not. Yeah, it's been fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I think everyone. It's helpful when everyone participates and has some jobs and some duties when that when you're on that phase. And I know we talked about like the assistant episode, mm-hmm. but if you feel like you have a list of tedious things that you just don't want to do and you are busy and these are just like extra things, um, there is no harm in reaching out to a new agent and being like, Hey, can I pay you 20 bucks to do these things? Yeah. Or you know, $15 an hour or whatever the case may be. For that hour, you went and got a massage instead of doing your work. Yeah, totally okay with that. Oh, do you know what I think is self-care? We probably said this before. I mean, someone cleans my house. Oh, yes, it's the best. It's really good. Like, so nice. But I also, I want to talk to you about this because I think you will relate. I also consider, because of how happy it makes me, cleaning out my email or you know, organizing a closet or doing something that someone else might consider to be non-self-care or workish to be somewhat self-care-ish because then at the end of it, I feel very fulfilled. I am happy. I am recharged and relaxed. Like mm-hmm. I think doing those things is still self-care for me. Yes. A hundred percent. Right. If I'm miserable the whole time, then it is not considered self-care, but if it is yeah. Cleaning out the refrigerator is like, this is amazing. Like, it's so clean. It looks good. I threw the stuff away. I love throwing stuff away. Me too. It just makes me feel like, but I, in my, part of my self-care, my daily self-care, because those two hours before I work, from when the kids leave until I start working, it is the put away the toys, fluff the pillows on the couch, clean the counter, put away the breakfast dishes, um, you know, take the dog out, do that kind of jazz. Then I do the exercise. Then I get dressed. Like I, that, that's self-care to me. If I walk out of my room from getting dressed and the house is clean, that is, I'm feeling very good about things. Yes, me too. So it's really, if it's, if it's not done and I've told Tanner before too, like if he goes to bed after me, I'm like, when I wake up in the morning, I need the sink empty because it just starts my day off well, you know, um, but yeah, it, it, it's satisfying and gratifying and just makes you feel good to do those things. Yep, it for sure does. Um, I want to talk about another thing that I would consider to be self-care. Talking to other humans who understand what you are going through. So if you're having, you want to talk to another realtor, that's always good. You want to talk to another mom, that's good. like whatever thing you want to talk about. I feel like just chatting is good self-care. It's really hard to talk to people who aren't going through what you're going through or that are just like, they don't understand, you know? Yeah. Um, So I agree. I think having good people in your life, good support in your life for anything, you know, whatever phase of life you're in. Yeah. I mean, I never feel like I'm working when we're recording the podcast. 
Yeah, no. I feel like we're having a chat. And so like, that's good self-care for me. So yeah, it's very nice. Um, okay. I had another person, <laughs> this is so good, um, say, does screaming in a pillow or hiding in my car after everyone gets out count? <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, it does count. If yes, you it does count. It's also like a coping mechanism. <laughs> this totally counts. I think, I think anything that makes you feel happy afterwards or during counts. Yeah. Or, or if it relaxes you or recharges you or resets you, it counts. Driving over the bridge while you're upset counts if at the end of it, you're recharged. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any other thoughts or examples for the people? Um, someone said that she loves to paint her own nails. Uh, I do too. Um, I was going to say, when they said that, I was like, oh, Katie does that. And I actually do that whenever I don't have shellac on. It keeps me from like, I like to do it while I'm watching my show. So it keeps yeah. me from snacking. Oh, oh, wow. That's a dual you know, purpose. Like it's, yeah, I like to do it. I like to do it while something is on the TV because I don't want to just paint it and then sit there and wait for them to dry. Yeah. Like I want to be doing something. Makes sense. Um, one person brought out a pretty good point that a lot of the self-care stuff that she used to do has been kind of impacted with COVID. Yeah. Like kids are home more. Right. Um, can't go places as much. And you, you kind of have to be aware of that. Yeah, I like to do a lot of shopping for self-care. Just like to be out in a, you know, Hobby Lobby for an hour. But I do a lot less of that now. I do a mm-hmm. lot less trips to Target. Target is great self-care. Oh, yeah. But I don't go as much. But you're right. So I have a friend that loves doing laundry. Okay. And I, I, she's, she's kind of helped me because, um, it is a good mindset thing, but she likes to just like smell the laundry and like see her little kids clothes or hold her husband's stuff. Like she feels like it's just very much like an act of service more so, more so than like the dishes would be, I guess. But she did say that it helps to change up your laundry detergent. Oh, you know, like when you're at target, how they always have like the new, yeah. Fresh scent. Yes. New scent, new containers. And sometimes she's like, sometimes I splurge and get, get the one that's like $4 more than all the other ones. And Oh my um, God, that's so funny. I know. And then even like the laundry accessories, like the beads, the sport yeah. beads or the, um, what do you put? Cracking me up. What do you put in the dryer? Dryer sheets. Dryer sheets. Yeah. But just, uh, making it her mission to like try out new scents and like, boy, she um, really made that laundry into something. Yeah, and so whenever she runs out of detergent, she just enjoys a trip to Target and picks out the the new cutest looking laundry detergent at the time and tries it out. I actually really like that. That's very much about mindset. That's so good. Yeah, it's like her thing. Oh, I love it. I had someone say looking for pictures of Murphy as their (laughs) (laughs) self-care. Oh, man. It's quite soothing. Right. It's so soothing. But what our listeners don't know is he likes feet. He does like feet. He's going to get better when he gets a little. He's already gotten better. He's getting bigger and he's just. He's getting bigger. Growing up. But I do like, I, 
I enjoy like, you know, petting the dog, throwing the ball. These are good self-care. Pets are great for really making you break, like break your work mode or like take a moment, just mm-hmm. be there, be outside. We, I have definitely been outside more since the dog. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, on a daily basis, you know, mm-hmm. okay, here's a good one. Put my phone on do not disturb and zone out to housewives after I put the kids to bed. Beautiful. It's necessary. That's excellent self-care. I mean, it really, it is just about like getting out of your routine. Mm-hmm. That's what's hard as your kids get a little older and they stay up a little later. So mine are asleep yeah. by nine, but if I, in my normal self-care nighttime routines, as they've gotten older, they're getting, I'm having to stay up to like 11 to like, at least give myself a couple of hours. Yeah. And um, then I'm like 11, I'm getting up at six. This is not working. <laughs> you know, like I am enjoying this phase of life. Cause like Haven goes to bed at seven. I know it's about to change with the baby and everything, but by seven 15, I'm in the bathtub and then yeah. we watch your show. And she's it's wonderful. great. But as they get older, I also find that I can squeeze in more things prior to bedtime. So like if they're entertained with an activity or if they're watching a movie or something's maybe I go in my room and I start watching the bachelor before they go to bed instead yeah. of having to wait until they're asleep. So I guess it's just whatever you figuring it out, whatever you know, works what's funny is that anytime I've had to make adjustments, I always like kind of pout a little bit while I'm making the adjustment to the new routine, but the new routine always works fine. It has to. Yeah. It's funny how it just works out that way. You usually find things that you, there are pros and cons to everything. You usually find something you like better about the new way and that you, I mean, Mm -hmm. it always, it's always changing. Okay. Any other thoughts or ideas or. I had a quick little article I was just going to skim through. Okay. Let's hear it. Are you going to read it? I found this article on Voya, V-O-Y-A. But it was about... podcast is not sponsored by Voya. No, I just found it and thought it had some good info. Okay, let's hear it. Um, But it's about the eight areas of self-care and just how important it is to have some balance in there. Um, Okay, so number one, physical. So, of course, um, getting enough sleep, Mm -hmm. feeding your body well, exercising. Taking a bath. Yeah, taking a bath. Um, psychological is number two, which is about reading a book, learning a new skill, doing a digital detox, writing in a journal. Love it. Um, number three was taking care of your emotions and making time to reflect on your own feelings instead of the feelings of others. Also practicing self-compassion on other people and giving them some grace. Love it. Uh, Being aware of your boundaries. Um, Number four was professional self-care. Oh. I liked this one. Um, Having very clear professional boundaries. I thought that that was neat that it up there, that that was up there. Um, Take your lunch break. Yes. Eat, eat. (laughs) Write down your to-do list. There you go. Yeah, all things we've talked about. Social self-care, um, honor your commitments that you make to other people. And if you cannot honor them, do not make them. Um, asking for help when you need it, meeting new people, and checking on the people in your life and making sure that they know that you care for them. Okay. Um, environmental self-care, 
I, I, at first I was like environmental, but it's about decluttering your home and office. I'm into this one. Yes. I was like, oh, your environment, like where you live. <laughs> um, donate things to charity that's in your space, recycle, clean up after your meals and stay on top of laundry. <laughs> I thought that was funny that it was on there. I mean, right, because there's nothing worse than being in a house that's got, like, laundry piled up on the couch. That's rough. Uh, spiritual self-care, maybe going on a retreat, volunteering, meditating, prayer, and then financial self-care, making sure that you are being wise, because if you are not wise in this area, it leads to stress, which is the opposite of self-care, um, knowing when expenses are due and when income is coming in. So they were just saying understanding your finances is a form of self-care because it prevents stress. Stress. Makes sense. Okay. I love that. All good things. All good things. Okay. Are you ready for a toast? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited about this one. I'm going to read it to you. Today's toast comes to us from James Harold in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. And I'm going to read you uh, part of this email because um, this is James. He says, I just passed my state Nebraska's real estate license exam. Uh, I wanted to let you know that in October, our episode on professionalism was featured in a real estate ethics course I took while preparing for the license exam. Ours? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes, they shared our show during their, like, at the licensing school, like, at, at the real estate school, either way. Cool. Um, he says, after listening to that episode, he started over at episode one, and by Thanksgiving was caught up. Uh, he says, your anecdotes, advice, and assurances that everything will work out if you work hard and work right have been encouraging to me that I had to reach out and say thank you. Now onto the toast. He says, he would like to toast his wife, Wendy. And all the spouses who take a leap of faith with us new agents as we dive into this crazy career. That's a good one. That's such a good one. So and it's a good one for this episode because we've touched I think, on that a little. I think so too. So, um, you know, James, go take Wendy out on a tech-free dinner. <laughs> uh, we're going to toast her here and all the spouses because... Uh, yeah, they're an integral part of us even being able to do self-care and do this job. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay, well, cheers to Wendy. Cheers to James. And y'all, go out there and do something for yourself today. Yeah, we give you permission. It is giving fine. You permission. We've given you a long list of choices. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye, friends. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.